Hello, and welcome to the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. I am Sarah Noble, a certified shamanic energy medicine practitioner, somatic embodiment coach, Akashic Record reader, spiritual mentor, and teacher of energy management and meditation. This podcast is born from my passion to help you reconnect with your heart and intuition. In each episode, you'll hear me channel guided spiritual information for a guest around a specific question or decision in their life. Afterwards, I break down the call so you can better understand how to connect with your own intuitive gifts, your spirit guides, and soul family. I will also give you practical exercises and tools that you can use to deepen your understanding of how to use this in your day-to-day life. Now, without further ado, let's get on to our caller. Hi, Alyssa. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. How can I help you today? Um, I am here because I would love some help with a little clarity. I have been um, having a lot of physical symptoms lately and it's, you know, my pelvis and my back and uh, I'm trying to tap into my body and ask the messages that I'm supposed to be receiving. I'm, I'm struggling to get in there. So I was hoping for a little guidance or confirmation today about Maybe there's something that my body is needing me to hear right now. Okay. Breathing into your heart. You're, um, you're not letting me in. You're very protected. Mm. Okay. So you're showing me a fan, like a ceiling fan. And you've taken me sort of on this journey. and. What is coming to mind is the movie, The English Patient. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you've seen that movie. Yes, a long time ago, but yes. Okay, so it's a scene from that movie where they're in the hotel room and they're under the sheets and there's the fan going around. And does The English Patient have any reference to you, like when you think of that movie? Um, I, I just kind of remember like the world being outside the window and sort of, you know, I have this image in my mind of, you know, a person in their bed, just kind of longing to be out there. Yeah. Just even saying that's bringing emotion for some reason. Mm. I haven't thought about that movie in a long time though, but I have been feeling that way lately because um, my back has been bad enough that I'm in bed a lot, which is where I am right now. And I'm looking out the window at the beautiful spring blossoms and feeling separated from it. What do you think that emotion is at a deeper level? (sighs) It feels like just a release of tightness. Like when you said I wasn't I wasn't opening or letting you in. I could feel like this. I needed to actively tell my muscles to relax because there was a lot of tension in my pelvis, like fear of getting hurt again, like I did a few weeks ago. And I'm just trying to hold it all together until I have more answers from doctors. But like, there's a part of me that's accepting that I need help and I can't make it, I can't do it all by myself. It's been a long time of trying that and acceptance of allowing others to to help so I think that's for some reason hard for me I I like to do 
<laughs> do things. So surrendering and not doing as much is, is hard for me. I hear you. That feeling of not being in control, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're showing me your lower part of your body, your pelvis and your legs. And I'm getting the sense that when you were younger, there was not the support that was needed. And so you took it upon yourself to be that support for yourself, for your family. And a lot of what you needed got stuffed away and pushed down. Life became more about you serving others and your needs. There wasn't space for them, but they had to go somewhere. And you pack them very nicely in your womb area between your hip bones is what you're showing me. And you packed everything in there, which is very intuitive of you because that's a very safe space. It's very, very protected. So your body knew that was a good place. If you were going to put them somewhere, you chose a good place for the purpose of what you were doing. And there's only so long that our physical body can hold our emotional clutter. And you've reached this point where it has to come out. And what's beautiful about this is that you've created an environment in your life that's allowing it to come up. You've reached a part in your evolution. You have enough security in your life. And so it's coming forward. Typically, things that have been in hiding for so long come forward when they feel safe to come forward. How is that landing for you? It's landing. It's landing perfectly. And it's really helping validate some of what I was feeling with my my intuition. So it feels it feels a little bit like you're reading my my mind about it. So it's it's interesting because I keep feeling like what is happening is something that I've kind of known my body needs help with certain physical issues for a very long time. And I've kind of just pushed it back. No, it's, I'm not like able, I can't deal with this now, but this, the last few months I've been in such a a better place emotionally. And I feel so much stronger that it feels like my body is telling me now is the time you're in like a better situation than I've ever been in. And now is the time to take care of this. So I just feel like I couldn't, like I couldn't have handled it a year or two ago or even 10 years ago. But right now I feel like emotionally and mentally I'm handling it better than I ever could have. And that's what it felt like to me. That was what that's what it sounds like you're saying also is like it's time (laughs) it is time and so that feels good because it it feels like I'm I don't have that option anymore to push it back down and that's okay (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and you're showing me like as you're talking I'm getting the sensation in my feet and my legs that feels very grounded and very sturdy with this idea that you have spent some time over this last year or so 
creating a foundation that can hold what you're releasing, what you're ready to move through your legs. Like you're showing me all the way up to the top of your hip bones, where they join into your uh, pelvis. You're showing me that that's really solid. There's this beautiful foundation to stand strong on and holding your pelvis, which is now going through its own transformation. And I love that that word came up because that's a very uplifting, very expansive, very big word that instead of being in this pain, being in this more sorrowful space, if there's a way for you to tap into that transformation energy and into that idea of this is just a process that's happening. It's not who you are. It's not how you're going to be. It's a part of your transformation is what you're showing me. And in order to, I'm getting the the visual of stacking and Mm -hmm. we stack from the ground up. And if we don't have a strong foundation, we can't, we can't build. Well, we can build, but inevitably it will crumble Mm -hmm. (laughs) or this, you know, the sand, if we build it on the sand, it'll get washed away. And you're showing me this really firm foundation that you're building from the ground up. And so this is just the next piece you're transforming. And yes, it's painful and yes, it's hard. And there's a lot involved in it because it's been there for a long time. I am getting the sense that it's, it's a shift and it's a shift forward and a shift upward. It's not a shift back. Mm. Yeah. It's almost like this up-leveling energy that I feel with it. So there's this teaching of feet on the ground, anchored in our heart, and then we bring in the light. And you're showing me like, that's what's coming to mind. You're, you're anchoring your feet in the ground. You're building the pedestal that your heart is going to sit on so that you can call in the light and bring in the light and shine that out for the world. You're also showing me a lighthouse where they stand so firm and solid on the rocks amongst all that turbulence and crazy weather that they withstand from the ocean. And there they stand firm, grounded, shining their light for the world. And so you're just stacking, you're, you're building. Yeah. And this is part of that process. Mm, yeah, I keep seeing two images that relate for me, but they're, they're sculptures actually that I, I love sculpture. So one of them is the sculpture of a woman sitting in a lotus position and she has cracks in her body and light is beaming out of her. Like she's shedding something that is going to make space for something bigger and related image that comes to mind is the perfect, beautiful encapsulated seed but when it's been dormant it you know it's just sitting but and then it cracks open to make something new and it it feels like all of those imageries and the words you're just saying all just kind of go together with what's going on right now yeah I I feel that like as you're talking there's this growth feeling that's coming up out of your pelvis and it's reminding, like making me think of the tree pose in yoga where you have to get that firm base and you're 
leg and then your hips in the correct alignment before you grow your branches of your tree. And that's the process you're in right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing just because it just feels, I didn't really have an expectation of what I would, what you would be able to tell me today, but I was just wondering if there was going to be alignment with all the things that have been coming up for me. And the answer is yes. So, <laughs> interesting, <laughs> which is good. It's cool. Yeah, we are all so intuitive. Yeah. We just get in that space of not trusting it. Right. Thinking that there must be something, another, somebody outside of us can tell us what's happening inside of us. And really, we're the best person to tell us what's going on inside. And so I love that that's a confirmation for you of that. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for confirming this in such an interesting and cool way. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Is there anything else that you'd like me to look at or anything that's come up question-wise with what we've discovered? I'm trying to think if, if I can even find a, a, like a way to phrase this question, but it's just, there's this part of me that just wants to know what, what next. And, and, you know, if there's guidance on navigating this, this process without it, I, I'm a, I feel a little bit like there's a part of me that questions and decides, no, that doesn't, you know, sound right. So I'm not going to do that. But, um, that's an old pattern that's gotten me to where I am right now, which is fine, but I am ready to move forward. So I don't know if there's something more there that comes up when I say those things. I'm not even sure that's a real question, but. Yeah, no, and you're already giving me information. So <laughs> um, what what you're showing me is your heart and you're showing me a big check mark and a big X and this idea that when you get into that place of vacillating or questioning is to quiet center into your heart. And do you get a check or do you get an X and mm. using that or a similar symbology that works and resonates for you to give you that answer? Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> They're saying, be careful about the archetype of victim. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to get into that poor pity me. And mm -hmm. when we get to that place, it's so much harder for us to move forward and move through. Not saying to bypass the emotions that are coming up, because as we saw with the beginning of this reading, that those emotions had a lot of information for us. Yet it's that part when we get stuck in there and we, we get we let that victim archetype start to run the show instead mm. of being able to move into more of the transformation energy that's happening and that checking in with our heart about what is true for us and yeah. finding the gifts that come with every situation, no matter how hard it is, really leaning into the fact that the universe, spirit, God is always working in our favor, even when it feels hard. Yeah. Mm, that feels all so true and right and right in alignment with where I feel like I am at this moment with a with acceptance and yeah 
So thank you for again confirming that. Yeah. And mm. I and I want to make mention there's been a huge shift on my end of how I feel you. Like when we started out and it was really you weren't letting me in at all and it was very protected. And now what I feel is this solidness, this structure on the lower part. And then my upper body is very open and full and feels very light. And there's lots of gold. There's been this real energetic shift inside your body since we started. And I just want to check in if you feel that too. I do. (laughs) I definitely do. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Is there anything else I can help you with today? You know, this was so helpful. This is just what I needed right now. So I appreciate it so much. Thank you. You're welcome. I send you lots of love for the journey ahead and with all the beauty you're going to (laughs) create. Thank you. I want to thank Alyssa for showing up today allowing us to experience both her physical pain and her emotional pain. The first thing that you heard me ask her to do is breathe more deeply into her heart because she was shutting me out. She was so tense trying to control her pain, her life, her situation with this illusion of control that she could fix this, that she could keep it all inside her. She could struggle through and make it to the other side. And this illusion of control traps so many of us in its grip where we think that we can make things go a certain way so that we can feel safe. And this keeps us disconnected from our intuition because our intuition operates in a space that believes we are supported, that knows that the universe is constantly working in our favor and for us, for our highest good, moving us towards outcomes and situations that are going to be for our soul's expansion, for our greatest life here on earth. So when we are able to lean in and loosen this grip, We allow a space for our intuition to come in, for that voice, that internal knowledge to flow freely and for us to be able to have access to it. A big theme in this reading is about Alyssa trusting herself and her intuition. As you heard, as information came forward for her, it was just basically a confirmation for what she had already been experiencing, already been tapping into, yet There was a lot of doubt about whether her intuition was correct. Could she trust it? Should she listen to it? Is this the right thing to do? And when we connected in with her higher self, yes is the answer. So much of what I said resonated with her. She mentioned that it sounded like I was reading her mind, which was such a confirmation that she already knew the answers to her questions and her struggles. She was looking for validation. And as a society, this is what we tend to do. We negate what is so loudly being said inside ourselves. And we turn towards the outside thinking that someone else knows better than us what it is that we need for ourselves. This remembering to turn inward to our intuition is how we build a deeper relationship with it. It's how we learn to trust that internal voice. It's how we learn to know that we have the answers. 
towards the end of the reading when she asked about being in this space of not knowing, it came forward for her to look within herself for a yes or a no. The visualization that I got was a big check mark or a big X mark. There are many ways that this might show up inside yourself. I remember when I was practicing to learn my yes or no, I picked two simple things that were definitive yes or no's and played around with how they felt in my body when I thought of each one. My yes was, do I love my children? It's an absolute truth. It's an absolute yes. And I learned to understand what that felt like in my body. I also asked, do I like chocolate? (laughs) Because the answer to that is yes, absolutely. And so that was a way for me to also connect in with what does yes feel like in my body. And then on the no, I picked things like, do I like licorice? Absolutely not. And I played around with this. The important thing is have fun. Chocolate and licorice is a fun way to explore without getting too serious. Because when we get too serious, we shut down our intuition. Our intuition is playful, it's light, it's joyful. And the more we can find ways that operate in that spectrum of emotions to learn to connect with it, the easier it is. I want to honor Alyssa's courage for looking at her pain. We experience pain on so many different levels, from the physical through to the emotional. And... A lot of times we are given advice to numb that pain through many different vices or to medicate the pain and not deal with it. Yet pain is such a beautiful messenger that comes forward in our bodies. Our pain not only holds what's physically happening in our body, our pain holds our childhood wounding, our unresolved issues. It holds things not only from this life, but also from past lives, from our ancestors, from things that we came into this life to heal. And this opportunity is brought forward in our pain for us to heal. So pain is essentially a portal to our intuition. In my own life, after I had my children, my body was very wrecked. I had back pain, pelvis pain, leg pain, and... The more I turned into that pain and the more that I used it as a portal to discover what was really going on at the root of this pain, the deeper and more profound my connection to my intuition became. It truly became this lens through which I could see into a different realm, into a different dimension. If I hadn't had this pain, if I hadn't gone through this emotional and physical journey, I could have missed this amazing opportunity to connect to my intuition in such a profound way. In this reading, we also touched on the idea of using transformation energy that was coming forward for Alyssa. Coming out of such a hard time in our history, we as a planet, are in a time of transformation. It's a time when we get to show up and do things differently. A time when we get to bring forward a new way of being with intention. And if we can tap into this energy of opportunity and move away from this victim energy that has been such a part of our society for so many years, there is such an amazing power that we can tap into. 
where we can shift from viewing everything as happening to us and poor me, oh my goodness, why me? I can't believe this is happening to me. Looking at it through the lens of instead of why me, why not me? Why is this for me? How is this showing up in my life in a way that I can take it and transform this into something that is going to move me forward? Giving me the opportunity to connect deeper with this intuition that lives inside me. Finally, I just wanted to take a few moments to talk about the names of the intuitive gifts that we have. You heard me in the reading say things such as, what is coming to mind? I'm getting a visual. I'm feeling a sensation in my body. These are ways that I pick up on intuitive information and we all have these abilities. There's clairvoyance or clear seeing, clairaudience or clear hearing, clairsentience, clear feeling, and claircognizance, clear knowing. So when I say what is coming to mind, it is this idea of clear cognizance, where clear knowing information is just arriving into my mind. I didn't know it before, yet I know it now. And it's almost as if the thoughts are just coming in from somewhere else, yet they appear to be my own. So this is one way spirit talks to us. It's often referred to as downloads, where information just arrives and we have access to it. When you heard me say, I'm getting a visual, this is an example of clairvoyance, clear seeing, where an image appears in my mind. And then that image comes with information. Sometimes people will see it almost as if there's a movie playing in their head. I see it more as just static images that then shift and change as more information comes through. Sometimes it's even just a wisp. It's not a full image. When I talk about sensations coming into my body, this is an example of clairsentience or clear feeling where I am physically feeling things in my body that I didn't feel before and are directly related to the information that I'm receiving. Clairaudience shows up as hearing things. It can range from hearing actual voices or music playing to just sort of having awareness that words are forming within my consciousness that I wasn't previously aware of. We all have access to these four clairs. Typically, we are born with one that is the strongest and easier to access when we're first starting out. However, we are able to develop all four of them over time when we put our attention on them and we practice connecting with them. In closing, I want to thank Alyssa again for being here with us today. And also for all of you listening, I really hope you find this information helpful. Please feel free to reach out to me with any questions. I'm happy to hear from you. Also, be sure to check the show notes for a link to my How to Set a Sacred Container video where I share with you how I open and close a reading and hold a sacred space during our time together. Thanks so much for tuning in today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love if you could please leave a five-star review as it helps the show to grow and assists me on my mission of having intuition be a part of everybody's life. For more information on reconnecting with your heart and intuition, 
head on over to my website, www.themoderndayintuitive.com, where you can listen to free meditations, sign up to be a guest on the podcast, learn how you can work with me in person, find links to my social media platforms, and much more. And a big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place by having the courage to look inward to develop your intuition.